0: Of Divine Connections magazine by emailing us for details at Divine Connections magazine at gmail.com.
1: Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections.
0: Let's get it started now.
1: Great day, great day, everyone. This is Dolores Williams with Divine Connections. Divine Connections, the magazine that comes out quarterly in online as well as hard copy. We advertise for different businesses, entrepreneurs, gospel artists, praise dance, moms, anything positive going on in the community. If you're uh, if you're interested right now, we're doing a special for the magazine that's coming out in March, but the deadline is February tenth, so get in before the special goes away. Half pages, sixty-four pages, one ten, and my email is at the bottom of the link. Also, we're doing a five-dollar raffle. It's only $5, and that's going to last today, tomorrow, and Friday. And then we're going to announce the winner on Saturday. So it's only $5 for the raffle. You get a half-page ad in the magazine for three months and an interview as well. You can stay connected with Divine Connections on our website and social media platforms. Our website is divineconnectionsmagazine.com. Our social media platforms are Facebook Divine Connections Marketing our instagram at divine connections one word and make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel at the divine connections the d-i-v-i-n-e connections with an s so that's a little bit about divine connections and today i am excited to have mr Kirk flowers in the house how are hey. you yeah
2: hey, i'm all right
1: good 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 so tell us a little bit about yourself
2: well my okay. name is <laughs> you say stated um I run the Coral Bean Cafe out here in Texas, and um, I mean that's it. It's really it's a coffee shop, and we started during COVID. You know, you start up a business, bam, pandemic. <laughs> right, right. You know, that's not a part of your business plan. You can't put that in, to account for that in the business plan. So we ended up having to no, let go of all our staff, and I ended up working the whole time by myself in a four thousand yeah. square foot space. So. Um, yeah, it's a lot, but it's been a struggle.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you actually managing through COVID is a blessing by itself, you know, because a lot of people did have to shut down, and you opened up during the yeah. COVID season. Yeah. Um. So tell us what your cafe um encounters like. Tell us about your business and what you what you serve.
2: Well, we um, we you know we have this, the basic coffee stuff. So what we try to do is keep it simple, and instead of drowning all of the coffee and sugar. Mm -hmm. You know, we make sure the coffee is really, really good. So, you know, sugar is a detriment to the flavor of the coffee once you go so far with it. So, But the funny thing is before we started running the shop, I knew nothing about coffee. I don't even drink
1: coffee, personally.
2: I don't even like coffee.
1: (laughs) What (laughs) made you start the coffee business?
2: I was tricked. So, um, (laughs) Okay. uh, My friend wanted to start up a coffee shop and I said, okay. Now, I'm actually from Chicago. So, we... I ended up doing the marketing and I was coming down on my operations guy. so I can set up systems and make sure everything runs really smoothly, eliminate all the inefficiencies. So I would come back and forth. And so the mm-hmm. first time I came down, you know, was to check the place out and we went over everything and see how we can improve it because we bought it, took it over from a failing business. Mm-hmm. And then I left, worked on the marketing, all the Facebook and the logo and everything we could. And then I came back. And then the second time I came back, that's when the pandemic struck. Uh-huh. And so, you know, you, you can't have all the staff standing around. So he's like, yeah, I got to go home. And then <laughs> in, in the end, it was like someone has to work. But I guess it's just me. And so wow. I just me for like six months by
1: myself running the shop. Uh-huh. Wow. But now it's actually doing good. You were saying today was actually a good day more than you expected.
2: Yeah, so um, you know, it's been. I mean, it's hard to tell. Like, for, I was by my for, my for a while. I was by myself, and I mean, the, all the customers got wiped out. We went start pretty much started back at zero. So we lost all, pretty much all the advantages of taking over a business and just trying to improve right. it enough to get back to where we had to go. So we pretty much started new. And what after a while of me just kind of twiddling my thumbs and no one coming in, maybe one person a day. Um, we brought it all the way back up to where it is now. And when the sales got to a certain point, it was too much for one man to handle. And so I'm Jamaican. So, you know, everyone who knows the Jamaican stereotype, you know, you could do like a hundred jobs. And I've think reached the theoretical limit of what a Jamaican can do. <laughs> <laughs> and w- and w- at one time. So, because not only do we have the coffee, so that's the barista side, then we also have toast and sandwich Ooh. and tacos, so I'm cooking in the background. Mm. And we have a bakery, so I'm also okay. baking. Yeah, so I'm baking, cooking, and being a barista all at the same time. And we have a drive-through. Oh so wow. only, Yeah, and so we have customers coming in front of me, drive-through going off, and sometimes online orders coming in. Mm-hmm. So after a certain point, I couldn't take it. In, I couldn't handle anymore. Um, right. And I had to call my friend, and he came down, and now it's us two working here. And then our my capacity obviously got greater, and then now it felt slow, but it was uh, too much for one person. But for two people, it was easy. But now the cells are creeping back up to the point where both of us are starting to feel the pressure, which is a good thing. And so that means yeah. it's almost time like to third person.
1: Awesome, awesome. But I like the build up. I like the build up, and you just taking it slow, doing what you can, and maximizing it. And then building as you can go, so that's phenomenal. So as the as the pandemic continues to grow, are you gonna add like additional person as well? Do y'all have music?
2: Yeah, we have. Um, we play lo-fi hip hop um, most of the time, kind of at jazzy hip y feel because it's no words. Because when you get into it, everything, has been thought of in here. Again, that's my, that was my job in the beginning. Anyway, think of every little detail. So yeah. it was music and. If you play something with words, you start getting into genres of music um, even though Lo-fi hip hop is a genre, but words can be distracting. so I was like, well, what can we do that is just kind of coffee shop background music And we decided on Lo-fi hip hop because everyone can appeal to it and mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about lyrics and what it's talking about. you know so the vibe in here is you know just very chill and that's the point we wanted. And this is a small town that we're in and so I'm bringing a Chicago flavor or a big city flavor. And so the people here notice the difference between other coffee shops and this one. For me, it's natural because I come from Chicago, but present one here is very different. And so they really like it and enjoy it. But, you know, we got to grow quickly because it's a race, you know, as the sales climb, the bank accounts (laughs) go, so we got to climb that thing just a little bit faster, but we're almost there to where we should be. Awesome,
1: awesome, awesome. And so, give us some contact information. Let us know where you're located again, so if somebody in the area wants to stop by, or somebody was interested in either coffee or wanted to contact you, give us some contact information.
2: All right. So, if you want the best coffee in the area, we're in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, mm-hmm. We're at seven, what, twenty-seven forty twenty seventy-four twenty-six. I'm giving my own address. <laughs> okay. Seventy-four twenty-six South Staples, and we're inside a little plaza. So it's on the two major streets of Staples and Yorktown. So you come to Staples and Yorktown is behind the Whataburger and, um, you know, come in here and we're the only black owned coffee shop. But not only is it a black owned coffee shop, we're the actual best coffee shop in the city, in the area, really, because we are the official coffee shop of the planet, the bull, and the Eagle radio station
1: uh-huh.
2: also. So we've we, in the short time we've been here, we've actually done quite a bit.
1: Awesome. Awesome. What are some marketing tips or you said when you evaluated the whole process to start marketing and what are some things that you had to look for for the business to be where it is right now?
2: Well, first, when we looked at the sale, you got to see the numbers because the numbers tell you a story. And so when we looked at it, there were two possible problems as to why there was enough customers coming in, but they we didn't see a high number of returning customers. And that showed a different problem. So it showed there was enough traffic flow, but because they weren't returned, so there's two issues. Either that they were at poor customer service or bad coffee. And what I found out was actually both. actually <laughs> 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 both. So I obsessed over figuring out how to make the best coffee on the planet. And so, you know, you hit YouTube, you find all the best people, the best baristas in the world, all the tools and tricks that they use. And I learned all of that while kind of, trying to figure out how to run this business and, and get it going. And so now with that, from now it's second nature, like this is what all coffee shops should do. But in your market, you gotta find your points that aren't working. And if you have enough customers, then there's a bigger issue. If you don't have enough customers, it's likely an advertising issue. So we, we have a combination of both where there still need more customers to come in because we are twice or maybe three times the size of a regular coffee shop sort of thing that's eating us up is our extra square footage so we throw a lot of events also mm-hmm. So yeah if, if we didn't have all this extra square footage would be fine it's the square footage that's just, that's making it um, a struggle for us
1: wow but you turned it into a problem and you solve that problem so then it'll balance yeah.
2: out yeah so we're definitely like last Sunday we had this massive event called clothing and coffee we cleared out all the tables and chairs and 12 vendors from in the area came in. So they were from local San Antonio, Austin, and San Marcos, Texas. Oh. And they all came in here as This place was jam packed.
1: Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah.
2: So we took the extra square footage and we're using it to the best. Of, so, you know, in permaculture, this, I'm a permaculture consultant and they design sustainable human habitats. Um, mm-hmm. And a common saying is the problem is the solution. So the problem is the square footage. So the solution is somewhere in that square footage, which is right. utilized.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I forgot. I was going to ask you a question while you was talking. Um, give me a second. Let me think. I had a question. On <laughs> Let me see. Um, well, right now, give us some words of encouragement while I'm thinking about what my question was. You know, um, one
2: my one of my partners asked me a question when the things look bleak, and he is like, "Well, what does failure look like to you?" And I said, we well, have to understand that businesses don't fail. People fail. Uh, so
1: good.
2: we fail when we give up.
1: That's and good. that's what
2: a failed business looks like. So in the end, you have to put everything you can into figuring out how to solve the problem. Right. And, and you have to go to failure to 100%. It has to be this absolutely nothing else you could have done. Right. And so it's not you stop at 98%. You have to go 100% of the way and it has to crash and burn. And then you can say I did everything I could, and you can walk away peacefully. But if you awesome. look back, oh, maybe I could have did this. Well, you didn't try hard enough, so you failed, not
1: the business. Mm, that's good. That's good. So the flavor of the coffee—that was my question. Like, what does your coffee taste like? Is it healthy coffee? Is it caffeine coffee? What? I mean, okay. So make- we
2: there's a local roaster. So we um use Driftwood Coffee, and um they're local. Bam. So this is who we use, they're local. Um, we try to do support local, so you know, having a local roaster buy, it really helps. And we've worked in making getting a custom blend for us. So our coffee is middle of the road because you want to try to get as many customers as you can. You don't want light roast, you don't want dark roast. We got medium roast, which kind of spans both of them. And then our coffee is just good coffee. So when people have coffee, usually it's bitter, but bitter coffee means the coffee has been burnt. that's Mm -hmm. what you're tasting is burnt coffee beans and if it's sour then you have something that's under extracted so both problems are tried to be solved by covering up with sugar so when you go to big brand coffee shops or coffee factories i should say they um cover everything up with sugar but Mm -hmm. ours covering up with sugar is actually a detriment to all the work we put in to make it perfect for you so we measure every cup to make sure everything's consistent we have thermometers to make sure the temperature is always the same and we mm-hmm. put as little sugar as possible in any of our drinks. So they're just coffee. It's in and of itself isn't necessarily healthy. It's just coffee. So yeah. our coffee is just good, solid coffee. So no matter what, flavor, all the flavors we make in house, our caramel, our, um, our vanilla, we actually make the vanilla extract itself here. Uh-huh. So we try to make everything here so that way you don't have any of those weird aftertastes that you get from commercial product um, products that have preservatives and things to make longer shelf life and shelf stable. So we take our vanilla beans, we soak them in vodka for two months, and then we use that in our simple syrup that we make ourselves. And now that's how we get our vanilla syrup. And then our caramel we make in-house, our mocha we make in-house. We get some really high-quality chocolate that you can't buy in the stores, the professional grade chocolate, melt that down and we do it all here.
1: Wow. Now tell me a little bit about how you um, decided to market because your, your clientele is increasing now, right?
2: Yeah, it is. So marketing, again, we had have, have to look at the problem. First, we have to fix the customer service. So for it's really easy to just go like, what does great, if you don't know what good customer service looks like, think about a place you went to that like, I had such a phenomenal time. Mm-hmm. And good customer service is generally invisible. It's mm-hmm. all the little details from the moment you walk into the store to the moment you leave all right. of that is customer service. It's not just interacting with someone behind the, the counter. So is the mm-hmm. temperature right is the music right? Is it too loud is it too is it too low? It, you know is it clean in here? cleanliness is super super important and we right. actually have the cleanest coffee shop or the cleanest restaurant in the city because mm-hmm. on our health on our health score we scored 99 out of 100. Oh. when there was no other coffee shop on the list. There's a uh, news, the local news out here does something called Kitchen Cops. So they put people on blast when they have bad, dirty kitchens and the people who have cleanest kitchens get put on the A-list.
0: Wow. And so we were
2: on the A-list and there was only two restaurants on the A-list. Actually, yeah, we were the only person on the A-list, actually. We were the only person on the A-list in the entire city. So our, our place is immaculate in here. And um, so you have to just think of every single detail and kind of put yourself in a customer's shoes, but a conscious, extremely conscious customer and just go through how they interact with you. How do you answer the phone? How does the experience on your website? Like I said, walking into the store, is the front of the store clean before it even walk in? Are your is your windows clean? Is the, is the everything else clean? Are the chairs organized? Does it look like does it look like someone cares? Mm-hmm. You know, all that is a part of customer service and it sets the expectations before they even get in the store.
1: Wow. That's you have to think
2: every detail constantly until all of them are kind of locked down. And then when there's a problem, you can figure it out very easily versus it being these more unconscious things that customers pick up.
1: Yeah. Do you ship out coffee?
2: I have shipped out coffee. If somebody wanted it shipped out, I'll ship it. But generally, no, we just we come in and get it. We do sell the We sell the coffee here. Uh, if you just want the beans by themselves. But, you know. Not many people have asked for ship. I shipped it out one time for someone who asked.
1: Awesome, awesome. Now you're gonna do any franchise, and you're just gonna stay right there and just work that for a while.
2: Um, I mean, Chicago's locked down right now because of COVID, so I ain't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> my lease was up, so I was like, I guess I live here now. And you know, I just left, and my my friend who came to help me, he was actually my roommate too, and we had run bars together. So what um what people don't know is that Barista is Italian for bartender. So me and him both were actually bartenders at another big Chicago bar before we came here. Uh-huh. And so being a barista just means a bartender. So for our iced drinks, you see, like, we have actual bartender tools because barista just means bartender. So uh-huh. this is how we make your iced drinks. We shake it like you're at a bar because yeah. coffee shop is a bar, technically. It just serves coffee versus alcohol. So, in order to make sure your drink is the proper thing, we use all. the, If you see us, like we're shaking drinks and we're doing everything, and no other coffee shop does that. Yeah, because they're bartenders, they're baristas.
1: Yeah, they give us
2: title barista, but they're not actual baristas.
1: Got it. So, you have a bakery. What kind of food do you have in your bakery?
2: Um, we have blue, blue muffins. We have um, what is it? These a few raspberry cream cheese flip. Um, Cookies. We do a forty-eight hour chocolate chip cookie that people comes flying off the shelf. So it sells out pretty quick. The birthday cake cookie. We do a few mm-hmm. things that um that we do, and now we're working on our croissants and Very making nice. scratch. So that is a a challenge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it. I like the variety. So um, this is awesome. I, you know, I'm learning a lot just listening to just the detail of everything that you have to have in place, you know, for a business. It matter. Every yeah. detail. So, so if you, if somebody's listening and they want to start a business, what would you encourage them to do?
2: Go find the best example of the business you're trying to start and copy them. Just see how they do it, how they think about it, what is their philosophy, how, everything. That, when I start up a business, that's all I do. I want to start a coffee shop. I was like, okay, what is the best coffee shops in the world? And then I just start finding YouTube videos of the owners and how they talk and all the articles I can consume. And you just learn as much as you humanly possible about how to run that type of show, what to think about and then go. And you, you need to have your standards as high as possible. Right. And no, obviously the market's going to bring them down because you can, your standards can be too high for the market, which means you could be losing money or spending money unnecessarily. So you'll adjust but you always want to have the best standards that is reasonable. The reasonable best standards. Awesome. Anything
1: else you want to share?
2: What'd you Um, say? And have nothing else less than the best. Because there's always someone out there trying to compete against you. And you need to make sure that you're at the top of the list. So everyone's trying to be number one. And that's the spot you hold is number one. Exactly. I would say nothing less. Um, And as a side note, this is a Hispanic neighborhood, mostly. It's predominantly Hispanic. But I have the best chorizo taco in the city.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah, because if you look at our reviews on Google, we have like a perfect five-star rating out of like almost 90-plus reviews now. There's one yeah. one-star in there. But Google ignored it. And um, they never said our coffee was bad. They they came to a big one of our second big events. It's called Cars and Coffee. It's a little car show that's out in the parking lot. and oh, yeah. um, they, I mean... What we would get all day, we get in a two-hour period. So um, he had to wait for his coffee. That's what he complained about. I'm like, yeah, there was 50 people in line, in front, like literally 50 people in line in front of you. You're not going to get your coffee in five minutes. like. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when you look at the reviews, you keep, you'll keep hearing him say the chorizo taco is phenomenal. I was like, I guess we do have the best taco. I didn't believe it at first, but I claim it now.
1: There you go. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Anything else you want
2: to share? Um, If you're going to start a business, you know, go for it, but do as much. Research is a superpower. That's what I always tell people. Most people, you'd be surprised. They don't do any or very, very little research on their business. They just want to start it and that's it. And it's like, that's good. That's the passion. That's great. But you need to take that energy and put it into research. Do as much research until you can't research anything else or what you start to hear sounds normal to you. And it's just like, oh yeah, that's, duh, that's how you're supposed to do that. But that's after you researching, reading a hundred articles, watching 200 videos, picking up whatever book you can and be like, yeah, this is the way it's supposed to be done. And for you, it seems like, even if you haven't done it before, it seems like, yo, duh, that's the only way.
1: Right. So you
2: have to do as much research as you can, and then you can move forward confidently and not get blindsided by um, things that had w- obviously been known that were gonna happen if you did your mm-hmm. research. Research, research, research.
1: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Any final words?
2: Nope. Um. Yeah. Just make sure you do your research if so you're gonna start a business. That's the best thing I can tell you. Wow. Research. Be the expert in whatever it is you're trying to do.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. I um, love what you're doing, your business, and just yes, your mindset of. The whole um, the whole picture of business and customer service, the best product, being number one, beating the competition, all of that is awesome. So thank you so much for your information. Again, give the um, information or contact information again. Um, you, can follow us
2: on, you can follow us on Instagram at Coral Bean Cafe CC for Corpus Christi. Um, Facebook, same thing, Coral Bean Cafe. And that's where most of our events are. And, you know, just follow us there. If if you're ever in town, just come on in the shop and sell us. Say you saw us on the show. I give you a free drink. Drink on me.
1: Ooh. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome.
2: So we have a few custom teas here. We have about 13 that we made that are unique to us because tea is a little more versatile than coffee. So Mm -hmm. you see us mixing up our teas. Oh, yeah. One last thing. We were featured in a magazine. The Ben magazine out here is um, the biggest magazine in the area. So we got a two page write up on us during a pandemic about being um, a hip wow. coffee shop that's doing something different
1: damn that's what i'm talking about making the difference that is awesome well thank you so much for coming on today thank mr you. kirk flowers and blessings to you and your partner that your business will continue to grow and expand and be successful in jesus name right, thank you same one yes thank you thank you all right so this is kirk flowers you got guys um coral Cafe in Texas. Go check it out. All right. What'd you say?
2: Corpus Christi, Texas.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate you, and we will talk soon. Hold on for a second. This is Dolores Williams with Divine Connections Magazine. Make sure you stay connected to the number one divine connector, which is Jesus Christ. You all have a phenomenal, phenomenal day. Hold on tight.
0: Hey, we've got exciting news from Divine Connections Marketing Services. Now you can create your own custom video commercial for your business or organization. It's time for you to win. Your product or service is someone's solution. So get the attention of your potential customers now. Choose from a 30 or 60 second commercial today. Just email us at Magazine at gmail.com and we can get started. Connect today and let's get started making your custom video commercial now.